Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Psalm 65.1 in the Amplified Classic, To you belongs silence, the submissive wonder of reverence, which bursts forth into praise. And praise is due and fitting to you, O God and Zion, and to you shall the vow be performed. So what, what I was saying is, is that uh, you, Martha, introduced me to peace, capital P, peace. And I didn't come with peace in my heart. I came with uh, chaos, activity, hysteria, uh, confusion, uh, loudness. There was, a, there was a loudness inside of me. Whether I was saying anything or not, there was a loudness inside my being. And what you did was you came and you gave me a value for peace and for quiet and for waiting. And um, it's, not a, it's not a value that this world appreciates or uh, commends or treasures. <laughs> And what I've learned is that I can accomplish more in silence than I ever can through activity. The the this the spirit of the the sovereign Lord. I can connect with him, and so what 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 how you did it was you first you gave me uh, the opportunity to circumstantially have silence and stillness in my life but that wasn't the connection with the heart and the inside i had to invite that in i had to number one i had to first treasure it i had to see that it had value because it looks like an activity it looks like futileness it looks like uh wasting time and what you did was you said um this this <laughs> this is where all of life is gathered it's not in the activity it's in the waiting it's in the stillness it's in the silence and so i um you introduced me to the value of silence and stillness and quiet and so then when i uh invited that into my being now there is a union between the external circumstance of quiet and the internal peace of his life. And they're connected in, in me. And when I get into that, I don't want to move. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. Because there's, there's a union going on of that stillness and quiet. And it's his presence. It is his presence. You're right. That's exactly what it is. It's the opportunity. It's a door for his presence to come in. And it's like, it doesn't matter if there's any manifestation of his presence. It's 
it's that moment of of a touchdown of his presence of his peace of his stillness and it really i think the reason why the sovereign touch and all all that message came through is because it's really where his sovereign hand is received because i'm i stop and in order to stop you have to say your your god your lord your lord over all your lord over all circumstances you're not if you don't have that sovereign touch you're not going to receive that quiet and stillness but that's where you can come into that place and you can be like oh okay you you are sovereign you are did, did I say anything else John, most, most people know that you were called into silence and solitude for two years by yourself, literally. And uh, how, didn't, did that have a lot of effect? That's where, that's where you introduced it to me. That's exactly where you introduced it to me. Um, and so, really, you, you, you're, the, the body facilitated that time for me. But that was something that God engaged me with and said, will you lay down your life and doings, and will you come face to face with me? That's also where I, I had to wrestle with his sovereign touch in my life and experience his, his sovereignty. That's, that's where that came from. I can think of it now, after all these years, and understand how much he desired your company with him. Yeah. How much he had you singled out, chosen, and placed in order to satisfy him. It, it was a satisfaction for him. It was not just your silence satisfies him. He wanted me to shut up. <laughs> really, he did. He wanted me to shut up and listen. And, and that was impossible before I had that season. You were in a typical church. I was. And, and world. Yeah. Of a lot, a lot going on. Well, even in the church, I can look at the much of the church is about noise, mm -hmm. activity, and the more the better. Yeah, unfortunately, it's true. Mm -hmm. Silence is a lost art. It is a that's 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 exactly it. That's exactly. It's interesting it. to remember too. I took you to my father's church to hear a, a, a sort of a play. Of one of the of all the different nuns, the mystic nuns, the mystic nuns, mm -hmm. and this this actress would dress in the garb of the, that particular nun's world. Then she'd go behind the screen, come, become another person and a different right, different accent. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely enthralling. The she, lights would go out, and then she'd walk out, and she'd be she'd, that person. She'd be in a different costume. She was Susan Wesley. One of them was, remember? Ah, uh, yes. And then there was uh, Julian of Norwich. Teresa Avila. Mm -hmm. um, so we went out to dinner after that, Chinese food, and you were kind of smitten because you were being called to mm -hmm. the mystical life of silence. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah, it's sure. the mystical life that the evangelical world of church doesn't really know. You're right. And uh, he took me in to that mystic, silent life. 
and uh, because he didn't give me anybody to talk to, anybody to talk to me, I was totally alone. And, and then I began to read the Guyon and the Mystics. So Guyon was one of them too. And uh, you read Guyon. Mm-hmm. So and then we would go. Y'all may not know this part of our life, but we would fly to where Iowa. When we would go, you'd go to the monastery, and I'd go to the oh the, Dubuque, uh, Dubuque um, yeah, Iowa. Yeah. Okay, we would fly in there, and he would get rent a car and go to a monastery, Brother John. Brother John. <laughs> and I would go to a convent mm-hmm. and and talk to the nuns about their lives and watch their lives. So we were definitely called in a unique way in several different directions. These and little, we did that for several years. That was little our Protestant little people that would go into this uh-huh. Catholic reality. Yeah. And... Uh, so it, it's, but it's just uh, that relationship with the Lord is it puts you in you in Christ. That's all. Right. No other voices. No other relationships. No other nothing. But just you in Christ. And boy, do we need that in this hour. But you you marvelously put it that sovereignty is the foundation well that's what you come okay. when you when you stop activity and you stop noise all of a sudden you have to fi- come face to face with the lord who is over all of the circumstances mm-hmm. that were creating the chaos right and um so i was like okay so just when you said can you pray and then the the rain stopped and then the, i was just sitting there waiting and i was like oh there it is Ooh. Well, and I watch you in your in writing. That's what you do. You sit for hours, mm-hmm. and you are listening, and you're going over your manuscript, and you're just quiet as a mouse. Well, that see, and and you know me. You know, you know what how I came. Mm-hmm. You know that that's not that's mm-hmm. not who it's came. Transformation <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're an expert at it. And here we all trying to trying to get you to teach us. Well, you know something. It <laughs> it, it. it was um, to snuff out that raging flame of chaos and hysteria and noise from inside you. It's uh, it's a work of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, it takes a lot of uh, the power of the spirit for you to endure it. Ooh. You endured it, and it was not easy. One of your close friends said, "I wish I had two years alone." You said, "No, you don't. No, you it's don't. Not, it's not easy." No, it was awful. It was it was dying. I laid on the floor and cried a lot mm-hmm. because it was. I was dying. I was dying to something that I had put a lot of. Um, faith in i had a lot of faith in my hysterics and and your community yeah your your group was a busy group busy yeah very active but that but i was addicted like the the anxiety book that i just i finished you read it and you you said it's good so we're 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 there we're gonna do it uh it's fabulous so we i gotta get a cover but then I'm going to start oh, working on that immediately. On, John, it's an answer. But I, but I say in that about the addiction to anxiety, mm-hmm. that you, you, you become, it becomes a drug. And you have to, you, you literally will maintain it by making chaos. 
so that it keeps it going because you believe in it and that it's the only thing that gets uh, things done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an expert on that one, and um, because I, I, that's exactly what I did. I, I, I kept that hysterics going and that noise. And that can be a hiding place from reality. Yeah, I that, know. all that busyness. <laughs> I know that one. So anyway, this is I, I'm I. I have extreme value in quiet and silence and silence and solitude and and uh, it's just it's it's become my friend i wish i had the words to say but continuous noise and talk and talk and talk just shreds you mm -hmm. takes all your energy mm -hmm. and robs you of your own life life yeah. and person Mm -hmm. Somehow it kills your, your person, mm -hmm. your very person. And you have to protect yourself mm -hmm. when you learn that that's the value. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, uh, and I recommend this for years. I've had several long months that I didn't do it. But, and I wasn't, <laughs> thank you. I would have, Monday was my day to be absolutely alone, no phone call. And my sister would say, I didn't call you yesterday on Monday. I had to train people. Monday I was not available. And I'm doing that now on Wednesdays. But to take one day of absolute solitude, absolute quiet, no phone, no computer, maybe if you're writing, but that is so healing. And I believe, I believe it's why. And I could, I could do this on Sunday just as easily. And we, we have tried <laughs> to make our Sundays in this vein but uh, it takes even if there's two it lessens the quality of the alone time you have to be absolutely alone to to have all that pours into you from that and it's rest and it's you're not it's no activity no no noise no nothing and i believe it's extremely healing to your body, soul, and spirit. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.